host, Diana. This is your turn. <laughs> and me, Tyler, joining in today. Tylerina, as we like to call him. Um, I mean, any anything you'd like to update our friends with since the last time you've been here? Um, nothing outside of the questions you're going to ask me and the topics we're going to discuss. Oh, such a simpleton. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Can't think of much. Okay, Just well, in the grind. Anywho, what was the peak of your week? Uh, peak of my week was... Actually, probably we went up to the sed yesterday mm-hmm. and getting, we got like a custom made jacket for each of us and I got a Western style blazer. Yep. So it's kind of like a brown wool kind of thing, but it's got suede as the Western part on the front and the back and then the elbow pads as well. On like the shoulders. On the shoulders. I think that, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. I just need to figure out now how to style it. Bolo is pretty intense <laughs> to throw that on there. I don't know. If we go to a rodeo, I feel like it's kind of fun. I'm going to look straight straight up like I'm from uh, Yellowstone Am I about or something. to meet a new version of you moving well, to the West? No, you've already seen it. You were, you would come out and visit me when I was in Colorado. Yeah, that's true, but you didn't like dress like it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited. I think it's a, it's a good looking blazer, something that's a little different. It is. I love it. It's so cool. I think, it, I think I've said this before, but it's funny because I took screenshots of the jacket that I wanted like literally nine months ago and Tyler, like we're walking into the store 10 minutes before he's like, let me look up a jacket that I want and then finds that. Yeah. It's it, so cool though. And it worked out perfect. Yeah, it did. I just hope that it fits the way that I want to fit. I think it does. I, I think you're overthinking I'm it. I'm overthinking it now. But whatever, and it can always be changed. That's why God made tailors. And if you don't like it, we can go to yeah. one. At the very least, it's a little bigger than it is smaller. So it's a lot easier to take in than it is to let out. Yeah. So I'm not too worried. I'm excited for it. What do you think about mine? I think yours is exactly what you were looking for. It's like a little, it's like chocolate color. Kind yeah. Of that, you know what I mean? Like it's a darker brown. It's a milk chocolate. A milk chocolate. That's a good description. Yeah, rather than just like the the tan that everyone's wearing now, I think that's I think it's still very stylish. But uh, I'm glad you got something different in the kind of the fit that you wanted to have. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I went with something unique. Don't get me wrong, I still want one that's a lighter color. <laughs> yeah, you still want one. But I don't know how often you're going to be wearing those in Arizona. Yeah, probably not. I'm wearing it today though. So. Yep. We're in it today. That's fun. Okay. What was your peak? <clears throat> My peak of the week is that I went to the beach all week, which was pretty darn fun. <laughs> Left you in the dust being busy and me and four of my friends. I just think this is so f- like kind of funny about military life. Like if you had told me back in college that I would like, I guess it, maybe I would have done it. When you, <laughs> I was going to say like meeting people three months ago and then being like, all right, let's go on a trip together. It's kind of crazy, but I don't know when when you're when you get along well enough it doesn't really matter how long you've known each other but anywho I went to Okinawa for um like four days and one thing I didn't realize I was looking on the map I thought the Okinawa was like right next to Japan it's way way more south than Japan it's more south than um Taiwan yeah it's like it's far it's yeah just a tiny little island down there yeah I was pretty close to china yeah i mean i don't know about that close i don't know it seemed a little close but (laughs) also um not only did i go to the beach it was also like between 65 and 75 every day and it was perfect and it was sunny and it was just what the doctor ordered i didn't know i needed that so bad the food was so good like i miss fresh food oh my gosh the food was so good but another peak within that peak is that i bought a small ceremonial grade matcha tin, a bag of really good matcha, and a box of single tins of matcha, plus some tea bags of this, it's called roasted matcha, but it's called hojicha. I got that in a box, and I got a bag of black sesame seeds for all of that for less than $30, and matcha that quality, like anywhere besides a Japanese grocery store, is at least like $40 or $50, so that was a massive peak for me yeah you got 
You got all the things you need. I haven't had my matcha at home for like a month because I bought one at the grocery store and I didn't like it. And I've been waiting for this trip to be able to buy some good stuff. Well, how's it compared to the Korean grocery store? It's a lot better. It's a lot better. <laughs> I think I just bought the wrong brand. I think if I went to the other grocery store, I could have found a different one. But they're more into like at least the one grocery store I've been going to, it's called Lotte Mart. They have a lot of bags of green tea, but not, I have found one thing of matcha powder, which maybe they were out, I guess. And I didn't love it, but I guess the other grocery store has a couple other brands. So I don't Where is that, E-Mart? E-Mart, yeah. It's just far away. Yeah. So I just stuck with the tea and the espresso. Yeah, well... There, you've definitely got enough to last you now. Part of me wishes I bought more because that's only going to last me like a few months when we get back and whatnot, but I only had so much space in my bag. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You might be able to get some online or something. Yeah. Also, we went to a ceramic town that reminded me of Nove in Italy, which is where we got... It's like Nove in Italy is where like William Sonoma gets ceramics from there, Anthropology gets ceramics from there, and they had one in Okinawa and it was very pretty you would have loved it I'm surprised you didn't get anything I really wanted to but that's what made me think of it is I didn't have space in my bag there was one bowl I'll show you I haven't showed you yet yeah you haven't shown um, anything that I was really contemplating getting but I was like where am I gonna put this so I didn't get it it's like Poland all over again it's really depressing you should have just gone for it figured it out well now you tell me that well, you didn't you didn't send me a message. Well, maybe if Sierra goes back, she'll get it from me. Yeah, that's true. That'll be easy. Yeah. I think those were my peaks. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah. Oh, be more bored. Thanks. Those are good peaks. <laughs> yeah, we got uh I mean, staying, we're saying things. You had a good experience. Yeah. It's not just about getting things. No. No, of course um, it's not the things. I got a lot of good time. time with girls I just met that we've gotten pretty close and yeah, it was a good girls trip, like a very good group of girls. You know what's a really good feeling is when you find a group of people that travel well together. That's hard. Yeah, travel well or not. I mean like morning person versus night owl. We so. were all on the same page like no one was in their let's go take shots era. We didn't even, no one had one sip of alcohol. Not that that's a bad thing, but we were just all in the same vibe of like, we're just chilling. Yeah, different if somebody wants to go to bed at like 9 p.m. versus 4 in the morning. Right, yeah. I mean, if they wanted like a glass of wine with dinner, it doesn't matter. It's just like going out to bars and whatnot is what I mean. Yeah, raging. Mm-hmm. And we all got up early and we went for our walks along the beach and we had our chit chats for all day. Our last day was literally we walked to the smoothie bowl place. We hung out, ate our smoothies. We walked to a coffee shop. We hung out, talked a bit more. We walked to lunch, <laughs> hung out, talked, ceramic store, came back to dinner, hung out, went to bed at 10, 1030. It was great. It's actually kind of late for you. It was, it was really <laughs> late for me, actually. I was a little sleepy. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good day. Yeah. No, it was good. Okay. Pit. Um, pit? Uh, well, okay. Yeah, probably another ejection. That ain't great. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, that's all I'll say about that. Thankfully, everybody's okay. But I think you can say more about it. You just don't need to. T- you don't well, need to no, talk I mean, about it. That's all I really have to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's a another ejection. It sucks, but thankfully everything worked out the way it was supposed to work, and mm-hmm. we're, we're pressing forward. That's it. We're glad that they've all turned out the way that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been. We've been very fortunate. Yeah. So that's the... That's your pit? That's the pit. Wow, straight to the point. Yep. All right, my pit is that I had a freaking, backing, effing mouse in our house this week. And you guys, you probably can't tell because in... Well, oh, I wonder if the birds are going to make an appearance on the podcast. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. But I don't know if you guys could tell, but when I was interviewing Dr. Megan for part two... (laughs) Stop it. There was a mouse running around in my freaking kitchen okay and eventually you're gonna see the video of this recording i look over to the kitchen like what the heck is that and i convince myself that it's the sink in my gut deep down i know it's not the dang sink you know but to finish out the interview and not be too distracted i was like you know what it's the sink it's okay it's all good so i finish up the interview i wrap up i go over 
I do the dishes, and what do I see? I see a little shit of a mouse run from the oven to the other side of the cabinet. And what do I do? I'm an idiot. I run out. And I run over to my friend's apartment and I say, hello, there's a mouse in my house. Can I come sit with you for a minute? And then I lost it. But like, can you blame me? I mean, that thing's way more scared of you than you're, than you should be scared of it. What's Probably, it gonna do? but like, I don't, I don't know, taunt me like it did for three days after that until we figured out where it was coming from. It was literally running around in the freaking wall. Just going, pop, 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 pop. Hello, I see you. I, can you hear me? Pop, 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 pop. Fuck that thing. <laughs> wow. I feel pretty strongly against uh, mice. Yeah, it was sick. I don't think, I mean, yeah, you don't want like an infestation. No, they can but, carry uh, like lice and diseases. That's disgusting. I mean, just get it out. We set up, the, the problem is, we. I tried looking for mouse traps and... They don't sell mouse traps here or poison or anything else to get rid of them. You were able to find some rat traps, and I set those up, but I think that was, like, way too... It like, was too light. You're, you're trying to catch a mouse in a rat trap. Like, it's just... It's not going to work. Yeah. No, it literally took the bait from the trap and didn't get trapped. So Yeah. I mean, because it's just, like, it's so much bigger. The, yeah, but it doesn't trap. make sense because I literally, like, hardly touched the trap just to see if the food fell off or if it ate the food and it, cl- and it like, closed. I'm, I don't know. I'm just thinking we're – it's not going to – yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We don't have the, the right trap set up, but regardless, we I think – We locked it out. Yeah, I locked it out pretty good. So yeah. found a hole in the wall where I think it was coming from, and it was a 50-50 shot of are we locking the mouse in the room now? Or out of the room. I think it's out of the room. And I haven't heard anything since then. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think we're fine. It's found its way into another room, probably. Yeah, hopefully. And along with that is that the airport is so far away here, and our flight to Okinawa <laughs> was two and a half hours. Okay, less than that, and it took us thirteen hours to get home. That's so long. Yeah, but you made some pit stops. We you made had one. We had we ate dinner. We ate Shake Shack. It's not like we sat down for a gourmet meal, and well, it was really good, by the way. Yeah. And then we took a small pit stop to pick up a puppy from being taken care of for the week. So it wasn't that bad. It's just the customs and all the things. It just made me very grateful for our experience in Italy, like basically hopping from country to country as if it was going from like Michigan to Florida. But anyway. That's not a huge pit. Don't feel bad for me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else to add? Uh, nope. Not really. I feel like you have the microphone like at my ear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the elephant in the room, but not really. We talked about you in the last episode. Yeah. So I heard. I'm just giving you an opportunity to speak up for yourself. No. All jokes aside. I did feel bad, like, talking about you without you there, although I know that you wanted me to do that anyway. We talked about it, and I didn't I didn't say anything bad. I just feel bad because when you say that someone lacks empathy and when you hear, like, narcissistic traits, people's brains automatically think, like, really terrible person, and you are one of the most kind, welcoming, compassionate people. I think that you make a lot of people feel very loved and welcome. You're a very great person, and... You have narcissistic traits, and you don't know what empathy is. <laughs> yeah, all the above. I mean, I think it's... I don't... So, I haven't listened to the episode, so I don't know exactly what you guys talked about, but I think um, you asked if I had anything to add or clarify. I don't know if I'm necessarily clarifying anything, but I think the... Like you talk about a lack of empathy, and in my mind, the way I understand that is... Difficulty putting yourself in somebody else's shoes mm-hmm. to uh, fully understand what it is they're going through, mm-hmm. and I think that is a hundred percent what you know. Like I struggle to understand why something is so difficult or a problem for somebody to grasp and understand or do you know whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm not sympathetic mm-hmm. towards them. Of like, I can see that they're frustrated. And it sucks, whatever else. And for that reason, I'll try and help them out. 
Uh, and I think honestly, it just comes down to something I've always my entire life tried to follow is the golden rule mm-hmm. of just treat others the way you would like to be treated. So it doesn't mean that I have to understand, you know, what it is they're going through. But at the end of the day, if they're struggling, having a hard time, whatever else, I would want somebody to offer help, assistance, whatever it is uh, to me. So I try to do the same for them. Sometimes they people want that help. Other times they're just like, you know what, leave me alone. I need to be by myself and with my thoughts. And if that's what they want, then so be it. Yeah. But so that kind of goes towards the empathy, lack of empathy side that you guys were talking about. I don't know if I'm reiterating what you're saying or saying something different. No, you're saying something different. It just reminds me of like we talked about how they can be really positive in someone's life like narcissistic traits aren't always terrible they make you really hard workers like we were talking about how you get told to do something and you don't question it you just do it like the day before we recorded that episode you came home at like very early for when you normally come home but a normal day for a you know quote-unquote regular job and then you got a text and you're like oh I need to go do this thing now and you didn't come home for three and a half hours like that would have pissed me off but it didn't bother you at all And so it just makes you more of a, like, focused, hardworking person. But when you were talking, it kind of reminded me how you tell me, like, when you guys debrief and stuff, you tell each other what you did wrong. And you say, like, what you yourself did wrong. And I think the quote-unquote lack of empathy kind of helps you do that and take criticism in a healthy way instead of just you know, taking it too personally. Yeah, you have to, everything is very objective. It's factual. You know, it's, it's, there's no, there can't be any emotion associated with it. It's, you know, if, if you're a doctor and, you know, you're kind of, you know, playing back in your mind of what did I do in the surgery? Like if you did something wrong, there shouldn't be, and we're going back and reviewing it. There's no like personal attacks on you of like, you suck, you're terrible. You're Why a bad would you, person. Well, yeah, you're a bad person for doing this or thinking this, whatever else. It's like, you're just trying to discover the facts of what went well, what went wrong, and how can we fix it and make it better. And it's just a very factual, objective way of approaching situations. And that's what we do every single day in our career field is you have to have a thick skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't take things personally. If you do, then yes, it'd be a very difficult job to go to every single day and actually have enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to kind of dissociate work and learning and becoming better with the people that you're surrounded or surrounded by Mm -hmm. and like their opinions of you and everything else like you know i mean it's it's a difficult job you know any i want to say like any sort of stressful like high high threat and like job high high pressure job like you need to and I think everybody does. It's not just a pilot. Like anybody that's in that kind of job or career field, uh, something similar, does the exact same thing. You're always going through reviews and figuring out what you what you could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really think that's necessarily narcissism because narcissism is like you think you're the best, and you don't want to hear anybody's opinion. Yeah. And I think so. All the things we've talked about have maybe traits associated with narcissist but i and again i think every like if you're doing this kind of job or something similar having narcissistic traits is required you need to be confident it's like a a difference between confidence versus cockiness and the ability to like make a decision because you know you're correct and then afterwards you kind of reel back and think about well did I make the correct decision or not? So I think we're forced to, in this job, act in a narcissistic way while you're actually, you know, working because you need to make a decision. You need to make it now and you need to be confident with your decision. And then afterwards you're forced to now, you know, come back to earth and not think you're a God kind of sense of Mm -hmm. like, well, did I make the right decision? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, quick decision making, like knowing that you went through all of the items and like this was the best route to go, kind of. Yeah, I mean, we go to, you know, DFPs, debrief focus points of, 
what kind of error did you have? Was it an input error, output error, execution mm -hmm. error? So we identify the, like where the mistakes were made and how to improve them and get better. Now we're getting too technical. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting too into it. We don't need to talk about that. Well, another way that we talked about it that I sort of wish that you were there to give your perspective on it was we talked a lot about supporting our, if we have a spouse that has narcissistic traits, supporting them and being able to turn it off when they need to. And like coming home. Yeah. Like I was talking about how in the beginning of our relationship, I think a lot of our arguments had to do with that at times mm -hmm. and not being able to turn it off. And yes, I was also very stubborn at times, but sometimes I said, I was like, I just felt like I was talking to a brick wall. And so like acknowledging that that exists and, and working through it is another thing that we talked about. Yeah. I think, um, slowing things down when you come home and not having an immediate reaction from what somebody says because I think a lot of times when you know early on I would come home and then you'd say something to me and immediately you know you're you I'd be on the defensive of like what are you talking about like there's no way mm -hmm. and then I think you know it was the same for you as well I would say something then you'd have that emotion as well so I think it's just it's just a communication factor at this point yeah um and being willing to compromise yeah that's the the biggest part if you want to get into the specifics of like having those traits is you need to be willing to compromise and understand that um, you have to understand the opposing point of view just like politics free, you know the freedom mm -hmm. of speech like everybody is allowed to have their opinions thoughts everything else doesn't mean you have to agree with them but you should at least hear them out and have a open like forum to discuss what it is is bothering that person or needs to be addressed in order to figure out well she called them forward. she called them wholesome moments and like looking for the wholesome moments in between those types of moments and i think that would be considered a wholesome moment is sounds like it being able to like listen to somebody else's opinion and acknowledge that you might not be right yeah i mean very rarely are you wrong <laughs> but you can have your opinion. You're stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. And I think the other point of understanding it as well is because, like, there are times where you will tell me, like, no, you are wrong. And it's, like, to my very core, I do not agree with you. And I'm, like, I know that I am right. Yeah. And sometimes it's – and maybe this is just marriage. Yeah. Of, like, you know what? It's not worth it. Like, we will – like move forward from this moment and you just I don't want to say like you're burying your emotions or thoughts or whatever else but it's like we are both just like dead set on one way or the other and it doesn't matter at a certain point and it's yeah at some point it's like what are we even talking about let's yeah. just like it it Who is cares? not important enough for us to like this is not the hill to die on yeah of like I will you know go down fighting that I I think it's this and you think it's that yeah and we go into a wholesome moment after that. <laughs> and then we go into a wholesome moment after that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So that's all. I mean, that's pretty much all I needed to say. Mm -hmm. Not that I needed to say anything, but <laughs> my thoughts uh, when you said, was there anything you wanted to add uh, without having listened to it? So Yeah. No, I like it. Okay. Time for the Q&A. So this is like, remember honestly it feels like a long time ago now we did a Q&A a few weeks ago and I was like let's stop and finish at another time well this is that other time months and we have a few questions that are pretty similar in topic so I figured we'd just group them up um all right first question is how is Korea that's a big possibility for us and I need info well in my opinion like anywhere that you would go, it has its positives and it has its negatives. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean a possibility? What does that mean? Like they might move here. Okay. What else does that mean? I, I don't know. Like is it, I mean, a possibility, like are you getting forced to move here? They're in the military. Okay, then yes. <laughs> so, so yes. It is, I mean, with everything, looking at the glass half full. You can make it the best experience or you can make it the worst experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that 
you'll have the worst experience if you limit yourself just to a base doing your routines, getting stuck in a room or a house, whatever. Like if you're, if you're living abroad, you should 100% travel abroad, experience the culture, try new things, the food, go to the gym jibong, which I haven't been to yet. <laughs> yeah. Just understand that it's going to be different than what you're used to. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you're getting out of your cocoon and mm-hmm. growing wings and flying. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. I think some of my, I'll go through the positives first. The positives I would say are that the community is some of the best that you're going to have. They normally say that about overseas places. Um, Europe, I think people travel a lot. So community is, you know, kind of depends because people are gone a lot, but in places in Asia, I think community is awesome because you're kind of each other's family. Um, Going home is a lot less frequent. Um, Also, the traditions here are really cool. That's one of my favorite parts, I think. Um, I mean, it's really fun to be able to get yourself into a new culture. I really had a lot of fun with that, especially in the beginning, like seeing what's different about it because it is completely different. Like, even from Europe, I think Europe was like dipping our toes and living in a new culture. This is like very, very different. Um, I mean, also the travel, you're closer to places that you would be, you know, 20 hour flights from, from America. So that's also a huge positive. And then I think negatives, I would say the air quality is not great flying in from Okinawa it was like never came out of a cloud and their quality was pretty bad when we landed don't love that um it can smell bad sometimes <laughs> that's not great uh I think the food so you either love it or you don't love it um most people I would say love it I think most people really enjoy the food here I don't love the food here that's a meat problem I think I'm not a huge meat eater and it's a lot of meat or it's a lot of fried food um, unless you're into like kimchi and all of that, which I don't like spicy food, so I don't, but a lot of people love it. Um, and it's pretty far. So going home and all that is expensive and the travel days are a lot, but that to me is very manageable. So that was good. Thanks. Yeah. I think, um, just a double tap and maybe provide different ideas i think positives exactly like you talked about i think one you get to experience a new culture um and that's an awesome you know opportunity that you get to have that not everybody gets to especially in the states so that's a positive Uh, another positive is the community Uh, i think across all the PACF bases um everybody wherever you're at is it it can feel isolating at times but i think everybody because it is so far away from family uh back in the states whatever else and like travel can sometimes be hard whatever that like people do rally with each other pretty well uh to have a lot of activities uh pretty high inclusion with everything and that's across the base it's not just like oh my little unit uh does things it's like base-wide people Mm-hmm. We'll host events and do things together to, you know, keep people involved, which is a, a really good thing. Uh, some of the negatives, I think, like you, like you hit with the food. If you're a picky eater, you're probably. I am not a picky eater. I'm gonna. You're say not that. a picky eater, but I mean, let's say if you don't like fish. If you don't like fish, if you don't like beef, if you don't like fried food, if you don't like spicy food. Yeah, it's there's. It's not really fish. It's more like. I mean, it is. You it just is never fish. get it. Yeah. No, but it's like octopus and it's just eel and it's not like you're not getting halibut. I would order that. Yeah. I mean, just know the waters you're in, you know? <laughs> okay. So True. the food, uh, positive or negative. I think, uh, like you said, another negative is it's very expensive if you're trying to go back to the States and it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of leave. Mm-hmm. So that can be a little difficult. Um, I think work-wise for you, it's been very positive. Yeah, I think job satisfaction has been pretty high. It's high tempo. Mm-hmm. It's a high tempo, but I'd rather 
be busy working, making the days fly by rather than sitting on my hands, you know, just counting the days until something different. And I will say that this, we put this first and I'm really, really glad that we got it. I'm, I'm so glad that we did it. I don't regret it at all. Um, I've really loved it. And at the same time, I'm very ready to move on. <laughs> I think, yes, other positive I actually just thought about. If you want to get custom things made, oh, yeah. this is like numero uno, mm-hmm. jackets, jerseys, uh, patches, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like every kind, leather, jackets, dresses, I'm sure, and places. And yeah, Vietnam, you can get whatever you want. Yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities to get like clothes and custom whatever i think if you're open to trying new things it's really awesome and if you're not normally that kind of person if you can help yourself to get there you're gonna really enjoy it and have a great time um if you're not into new things it might be a little difficult yeah there we go nice anything else nope cool what's considered rude in south korea that's considered normal in western countries the only thing I can think of for this is, so the, the whole culture is very centered around respect. It's an extremely respectful culture. Um, so the way that they do things kind of revolves around that. So down to the little things, like when you hand your credit card to a cashier, you're supposed to support your elbow with your left hand and give the credit card with your right. And when you receive the credit card back, you're supposed to use two hands. That's showing respect. Um, instead of just like flinging your card around like we do in America. Um, But I honestly couldn't really think, oh, they also very much so respect the elderly. So if you're standing in a line, they should go ahead of you. Maybe taking your shoes off in certain spots. Yeah, taking your shoes off in a lot of different coffee shops or especially the tea houses, the temples. I was going to say, especially the temples. That's just more of a religious side of things. Um, I can't really think of. I mean, no one really talks back to each other. <laughs> That's not a normal thing. Like, if you get mad at someone at a store or something, it's just, you know, like, move on. <laughs> Shouldn't really matter. I think the biggest thing is just everything is very respectful. Like, no one, no one is rude here. Sometimes lines, though, just like Italy... Yeah. I don't I don't think they necessarily cue very well. Well, that's okay. Here's the thing. It's the elderly. They don't think they should stand in lines. Yeah. I don't know. That's frustrating. <laughs> it is kind of frustrating. Um, but that was all I could really think of. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess we could probably you could probably just Google something and mm-hmm. then we could tell you if it's actual or not. I think it depends as well. Like if you're going to a very touristy area they understand that those customs aren't necessarily going to be happening and they're okay with that there are some because like there are some coffee houses Mm -hmm. that you guys go to you guys go to and it's like they do not like americans in there or they're just rude to you and i've only been to one where it's pretty obvious that she's not into americans yeah but then there's other ones where they absolutely love you and then every honestly every single other one they are so nice and like i think the people are incredibly nice yeah so i would say overall i've had nothing but pleasant experiences i've the i mean yeah i pretty much can only think of maybe there's a couple times you're walking around maybe in seoul or something and you like look to go into a bar mm-hmm. and the bouncers make like an x with their arms and they're like on you yeah on you they give you, they hit you with the big X with their arms. Yeah. If you that's get just a little like, X with the fingers, you just did something like kind of wrong. If you get the big X, they either don't want you in there or you did something wrong. Chances are they probably just don't want you in there. They want yeah. to keep it like a, a local only scene, which yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'd say that's it. Yep. Okay. How do you deal with disappointment in the Air Force? Um, hmm. I have one overarching pr- uh answer and that's perspective i think that perspective is huge and that's the difference between me being a positive poly and being a negative nancy and i think it's totally valid to have something happen that you weren't 
wanting or you're not looking forward to and give yourself the pity party sit in the like this is annoying this is not what I wanted to happen I'm mad this sucks and then after you know at most a few days probably all right this is what's happening I can't do anything about it what can I look forward to? What's going to be good about it? Am I going to see friends? Am I going to see family? Am I going to travel more? Am I, is it a really great opportunity? Like, you know, give yourself a minute in the bad and then move on. And that doesn't, yeah. it, that doesn't mean that the bad's never going to come back because it probably will. And you can sit with that in a second, but then constantly remind yourself of like the good that's going to come out of it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think most people, would agree with you in that sense. And I think, and then maybe it's just understanding what kind of person you are, because I'm kind of the opposite where if I ever find myself starting to have those thoughts creep in of like having a pity party, then like quit being a little bitch, quit being a little bitch. Like (laughs) what are you going to do about it? Like fix it. If you don't like something, fix it. Uh, And then, so, I mean, like you said, having a perspective, disappointment in the air force, is it something like, I'm a very binary black and white and I'll look back and be like, was there something I did that like, not like this is the, I don't want to say repercussion, but like, Mm -hmm. was I working hard, whatever it is, like, did I deserve basically whatever this disappointment is that I have right now? Mm -hmm. And if it's, well, yeah, then it's like, okay, like, so you kind of did it to yourself, fix it. Like, what are you going to do now to make sure it doesn't happen again? Mm -hmm. And there are some things that are completely out of your control. Mm -hmm. Thinking specifically assignments, it's tough. Like they're going to send you wherever they want to send you. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is perspective in the sense where you were talking about of, okay, glass half full. It is what it is. We're not going to feel sorry for ourselves. Do your research study, like, how can I make this the best experience possible and give back? I think another huge part is uh, you're going to feel better about yourself, your time there, and the people around you if you know you gave, you know, 100% and making it the best experience possible for for everybody there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of self-gratification if you know you've worked hard and helped everybody out the best you can. Yeah. I also think that at least for me, like faith is a huge part of it because I do believe that God is sending us wherever we're supposed to be. And if he thinks that this particular thing is supposed to happen, then I kind of try to figure out why. And I mean, I've done this in the past with like really bad things that have happened. Um, You know, people getting sick and dying and it's like, okay, well, what am I supposed to be learning about this right now? What is the purpose of this in my life right now? Um, so I think that can be really helpful also. Yeah. Yeah, definitely using the support of those around you. Definitely have a good support system also. I think having friends, whether they're military or not, just as long as they are good at understanding you and your emotions and everything, um, having a good support system is huge. I have my girl Mary, I've called her a couple times being like, what the actual F is this? <laughs> and she talked me down and here we are. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'm not, I'm you're not, not good person. at it. <laughs> sometimes I'm just not that person. Sometimes you are though. Yeah. I'm a very blunt person the when em- it comes to that. The scent. empathy is lacking. Yeah, it's the it's the empathy. I'll feel sympathetic and I'll try to give you, but sometimes I just don't know mm-hmm. what it is you need. Yeah, like I'm always trying to provide fixes of that was we talked about that. You're a fixer. That's what you that's what you guys do. Yeah, there's always a solution. Mm-hmm. You can do something, not nothing. I that I mean that's my biggest. I guess my <laughs> going back a little bit, but mm-hmm. like disappointment, whatever else. I think my biggest frustration with people mm-hmm. in general is where you they might sit down and i don't want to say it because you know we're we're both religious mm-hmm. and i think there's a sense of like you should 100 percent pray and think think people would but when people just expect things to happen mm-hmm. whether it's with prayer or whether it's like well it's like what am i going to do now i'll just sit here and like see what happens it's like just sitting there and doing nothing is not the answer. Well, you can pray about mind. it for sure, but you also have to do things about it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not like nothing just falls into your lap and fixes yeah. itself. It requires you to 
do something. I sort of think that this question was more towards things that you didn't necessarily cause, like like base assignments, you yeah. know, something that you're not happy with. I think the biggest thing is perspective. Yeah, it is perspective. And 100%. support. Yeah. My husband got orders overseas. What are some of your tips? Um, so we've done actually quite a few episodes about this. Um, so you can listen to episodes about when we lived in Italy, a few at the very beginning of the, of the podcast, and then um, around the time when we moved over here, uh, we did a couple about that. But what are some of your tips for overseas? Well, I would say orders overseas, the biggest thing, if you haven't been doing it already, is the military sometimes can make it pretty tough. So all the logistics and the paperwork of getting your orders, making sure everything's taken care of for you to get over here is like Mm -hmm. the earlier you can start that, the better when it comes to visas, paperwork, all of that stuff, because there's been many people we've seen where their spouse doesn't show up on time essentially Mm -hmm. and it's because they didn't start the process early enough to make sure that all the paperwork was squared away also saving money because it's it is expensive it can be expensive with the moves reimbursed eventually for most of it but that can take a long time so yeah have a little nest egg that you can use Mm -hmm. and then get ahead on the paperwork i think that's like step number one of Mm -hmm. getting overseas um I think a big tip that we definitely got in the beginning that was really helpful is just to know that it takes a while to feel adjusted. Um, We were told six months when we moved to Italy, and I was like, dang, that sounds like a long time. But I did feel that, and not in a negative way, coming from Positive Poly, but the simplest things of, like, finding the grocery store that you like or feeling comfortable speaking the language or getting used to the fact that everyone else speaks a different language um there's a lot of things that you just do differently when you live in a different country and it can take a while to get used to that so i would say that know that it's gonna take a while and it's okay that it does that's normal happens to everyone um And another thing is make a list of things you're excited about. So whether that's a travel list, we made a huge Excel spreadsheet of, we had a tab of these are the places we absolutely have to go to. These are the places we would really like to go to if we have the time. And then we did a tab of like where we've been. Um, That was really fun for me, I think, in moving overseas. And you can even do, instead of just places, it could be experiences. Like, do you want to go see the Bulls in Spain? Do you want to go to a Formula One race? Do you want to go to St. Patrick's Day in Ireland? Like, you know, all that stuff. We also got one of those maps where... Yeah, scratch-off map. We, like, cross out places you've been, and that's always uh, something fun to do and to motivate you to check out new things. Yeah. I would also say, like, be maybe picky about your appliances. We brought most of them, and they worked on the transformer, but sometimes your appliances can lose their luster if you use them on a transformer too much. So I guess look into that, but that's kind of a minor detail. Yeah, it depends on where you're going. I would say, yeah, you're just adjusting to new normal. And just like you were talking about, it's things are not going to be exactly like they are in the States thinking about the major appliances, the washer and the dryer, Mm -hmm. at least in Italy, were extremely different and you just had to work with it. There was how many times were we just laying our clothes out Mm -hmm. to air dry and then fluffing them in the dryer because the dryer just doesn't work. Uh, Knowing that sometimes the the electrical grid in different countries is not as robust as it is in the U.S. So you may only be able to have two or three appliances on at a time and if you go anymore, then circuits are going to start tripping and you're going to lose all you're power. You're going to be in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of a funny one. But also just be excited. Like, it's such a cool opportunity. You're probably going to find yourself feeling a little bit nervous or, like, I remember before we moved, I was like, what if that's the last time I see my grandpa or my grandma? Or, you know, those kinds of thoughts, which are totally valid and be excited like it's going to be a really amazing time in your life that you're going to remember for the rest of your life um one thing also we started making scrapbooks for each year that we lived overseas because we did a lot of trips and had a lot of cool experiences i would say start that right out of the gate so that you have something to look back on yeah yeah because we're having to go back and 
find the pictures we want. Yeah. It's time consuming, but it's worth it. Yeah. 100% it's worth it. Anything else? I, th- I would like, again, go listen to our earlier episodes. I think we'll have a lot more in depth, but those are my, you know, yeah, I think, spark notes. Yeah. I mean, orders overseas, I would say outside of work, it was going out for experiences. So it was travel was a big one. Something I wish we would have done earlier on was enjoy the local cuisine yes. locally or, we, sorry i said that twice <laughs> the locally locals the locally local but enjoy like the food options that are directly around you more often than not and the experiences and the experiences because we did i mean we would eat a lot when we would travel and everything else but it was like there's a lot directly around you as well and don't let that go to waste either yeah we spent most of our time traveling and on the weekends we would you know drive a few hours do something new and part of that was it was you know, a balance of we're saving money by not going out to eat. Yeah. You know, every other day so that we can have the money to now on the weekend. Well, my garage band just quit on me. So you were saying we would have the money to go out on the weekends and do new things. Continue your thought. Yeah, I mean, that's that pretty it. much it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It would, yeah. It's just knowing. Actually, I guess that's a. Uh, uh what was the question again (laughs) some of the tips i guess is yeah make a budget if you don't already have a budget for your finances make a budget start one so that you can be intentional with what it is that you enjoy whether it's you know a lot of people liked getting wine when we were in italy going out to eat traveling whatever it is make a budget so that you have the means to do that yeah and i think we at the end started to more indulge in our local like city but also remember that the city that you live in is also really cool (laughs) and don't focus all of your efforts on traveling the whole time um i mean try to find a mix of both but yeah i think that's it um okay last question have you been able to make local friends while living overseas no (laughs) there are a lot of people that have there are a lot of people who have, for sure, um, you know, being completely transparent. That's not my personality. I'm not a very, I would say I'm very outgoing, but I'm not super extroverted. So it was never really something I tried to do. Yeah, I would agree. Me as well. It was just, I don't know, living abroad, it's, I shouldn't be this way, but it's also in my brain, I'm like, how, how can I have the same interests as well no i don't think that's true like my one good friend sierra she was a huge crossfitter and she made a few friends doing crossfit at the local you know crossfit gym there are plenty of people another um girl had a neighbor in her apartment and they started to get to know each other and went and hung out we lived in a house i was just like in my routine i like having you know a few really close friends and doing big group squadron things and 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 that's it and maybe that's bad but i don't know i just I didn't try. I think it's totally possible. And I think a lot of people did and are so glad that they did. I have another friend who is living in Seoul this year to immerse herself in the culture more. And she has a ton of local friends. I think that if it's something that you want to do, it's very, very accessible. Yeah, I I think that's it at the end of the day. We just, that was not our priority. And because of that, we, it never really happened. I feel like that makes us sound bad. But in Italy, we were traveling all the time. And then, I, like I, mean, I said, I'm, that's... I don't think it's bad. I think we just had a lot of friends within, you know, our work area. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, we all are very close at work Mm -hmm. and we, that's who you hang out with during the workday. And then on the weekends, you know, everything we do is together. Yeah. um, Which is a very, and you know, it's very unique, uh, I would say to us. Yeah. I don't think most, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Very true. So, I mean, and I already told you when we move one of my priorities is making friends that are not Not in the the military military because I need a break. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, there's a lot of interesting people out there. Not so I mean, I just need to hang out with other people that aren't exactly like me. It's nice when the conversation doesn't always turn to the same thing. So exactly. Yeah. We've both said that we want to make more non-military friends, but I think living overseas, that just wasn't really something that was super high on our list. Maybe it should have been, but 
it just wasn't yeah yeah all right value of the week what is adding value to your life right now um I didn't think about it. You go first. Okay. Mine is I, during my Okinawa trip, rediscovered my love for my Kindle because I was reading three different books at one time. I had a devotional, a nonfiction book, and a fiction. That's like my morning routine slash night routine is reading a bunch of different books at one time. And just the fact that you can do that without packing three different books or like my other friend is in the middle of the Akatar series and she finished the second one but didn't have access to the third one because she doesn't have a Kindle. I was like, wow, the Kindle's so nice. And I was so anti-Kindle before I got it because I like physical books and I still do. But in terms of traveling, like the Kindle is amazing and you don't need anything fancy. I have the Paperwhite. I love it. I bought it on Amazon. I'm pretty sure I, I bought like a previous year's version so that it was cheaper, but I'll link it in the show notes. But I'm obsessed with my Kindle. Yep, I think that's a good one. You use it all the time. Yeah. And I just always see these little charges to Kindle. <laughs> yeah, no but I- they're, they're half the price of a No idea what book. you're buying, but just lots of little ones. <laughs> um, I think mine is probably the date we did the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever, a week or two ago, whatever. But it is essentially, long story short, is you go to a records store. So if you have a... I think it would be, be best if you had, like, a record player. Yeah. You pretty much need one. So you have a record player, but you go to a records shop, and you basically just look and find – each of you find uh, one of the artworks on the – I guess the the label, the, the package, whatever you want to call it, the sleeve. The record label. And find uh, just, like, a the art, the graphic, whatever it is that you really like. So try not to look at the actual artist. Uh, or the genre, whatever it is, just look and find one that looks, I guess, aesthetically pleasing Mm -hmm. to you. And then after that, you buy it, listen to it, listen to the lyrics, and then you sit down with each other, and it's like, well, what do you think? What do you think they meant when they said, you know, X, Y, and Z in their lyrics? So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was really It was just uh, something different, and now we've got... I mean, you picked a, a good one. Mine was, we had no idea what kind of genre, what kind of music, whatever it was, until we actually got it and listened to it. Uh, but I thought that was super fun. Yeah, and we got that from the Adventure Challenge date book. Yeah, something, just, you know, new things to, to you keep you to busy. S- spice up your dating, if you're getting bored with the same old restaurants and same old activities, it's a good book. Yeah, it's fun. We've never yeah. really... We sh- we're doing a bad job of taking uh, Polaroid pictures. Well, unfortunately, our Polaroid, Polaroid camera doesn't work very well. Yeah. But we do need to be better at that. We didn't even bring it for that one. I don't even think we brought it here. I should just yeah. use my regular camera. Yeah, whatever. You can just print them. Yeah. Same, same. Well, anywho, thanks for joining us. I hope that that was helpful for you. Um, love ya. Bye. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I would absolutely love it if you would give me a rating, a review, and subscribe. That is the best way to support the show. And of course, if you think you have a friend or a loved one that would love this episode as well, give it a send. Um, Appreciate you. Love ya. Bye.